G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. Well, as we wrap it up for this week, we've been looking at Jesus as the light of the world. He said in John 8 verse 12, Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And we've been looking at what to do with the light. We said first and foremost, we have to receive the light. In other words, receive Jesus into our hearts as our Lord and Savior. Then the light comes in. Then we said we need to follow the light. Thirdly, we need to let that light shine. And we saw yesterday in Matthew 5 that you are the light of the world. A light that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. And the importance of being a good and faithful light to others that they also might find Jesus Barclay says our Christianity should be visible in the way that we treat a shop assistant, order a meal in a restaurant, treat our employees, serve our employer, the way we play a game, or even drive or park our car. I don't know why he says that. If anyone's salvation depends on the way some Christians park their car, then there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to get saved. Barclay says our Christianity should be visible in the language we use, the things we read, how we act at school, at work, at home. I remember buying a sweatshirt some time ago and it quickly bobbled so I took it back to the store. The young guy said, there's nothing we can do. Well, my blood boiled and I let him know how unjust that was. Afterwards, I went to have a meal and God convicted me and basically said to me, well, what if he's been watching you on TV? And I felt bad about the whole thing. So I went back and apologized, which was pretty hard to do, to be honest. Anyway, the next day I went back and saw the manager and he gave me a full refund. Another way... To let our light shine is by good works. When I was in India last, a few of my relatives asked for me to pray for them. They were Hindus. One was struggling with depression and another was struggling to have a child. So I prayed for both of them and they were really touched that I would even bother to pray for them. Well, when I got back to New Zealand, I got a call from overseas and the husband of the woman I prayed for was so excited. He watched me that day on YouTube and he enjoyed my program Running With Fire. And I wonder if it all started by just that one small good deed. Now, one other thing that light does is it also gives direction. As the light of the world, we must show people the way to God. It's like we're guiding lights. Our job is to point others to the right path, which may be in setting a good example of how we live and also pointing the way to God. You could say we are to be like the airport runway lights that guide planes to a safe landing. Showing someone the way to God includes communicating our faith. So we all need to know how to share the gospel, how to clearly explain the basics of of salvation from the Bible. We also need to know how to clinch the deal and lead someone to Jesus Christ and help them to pray through the sinner's prayer. Of course, in order to do any of that, we have to be in contact with people who don't know Jesus. And for most Christians, their mission field, of course, is their workplace. 
It's very important that we let our light shine there in a genuine way so we can lead unbelievers in the right direction. I read of this business owner who became very interested in Christianity, but he was cautious, and he kept his distance and watched what was going on. He employed many Christians in his company, and he watched them like a hawk. He said he was naturally drawn to Christianity because his Christian workers were conscientious, kind, and thorough. Anyway, one day a guy who was a new convert wanted to meet him after work. He agreed, but later said he felt worried that this young religious zealot might be coming to try and convert him. So he's a bit cautious about it. But the boss was surprised when the young Christian came in with his head down and he said, Sir, I'll only take a few minutes. I've come to ask your forgiveness. He went on and said, Over the years I've worked here, I've done what others employees do. I've borrowed company products, taken extra supplies, I've abused telephone privileges, and I've cheated the time clock now and then. But I became a Christian a few months ago, and it's real. In gratitude for what Christ has done for me, in obedience to him, I want to make amends to you and the company for the wrongs I have done. So could you figure out a way we could do that? If you want to fire me, I'll understand. I deserve that. If you want to dock my pay, dock it however you want. If you want to give me extra work, To do in my own time, that's fine. I just want to make things right with God and between us. So they worked out a way to do that. The boss then said that conversation had deeper spiritual impact on him than anything else. The change in the young man's life, his newfound honesty, his courage to put things right, whatever the cost, all reflected the light of Jesus. And in the midst of all that, he had no attitudes that can sometimes turn others off. There was nothing of pride, judgment, overzealousness, self-righteousness. He was just being humble and had a desire to put things right. And as a result, his light shone brightly in a dark place. Today, we can all have Jesus come and live in our hearts. And when we have him, we have the light of the world. And then we are the light of the world, shining in the dark to show others how they can have him too. And he's the best thing to have in the whole world. I trust and pray that this Christmas season is a very special time for you and that you will know and enjoy Jesus, the true and only light of the world. God bless you. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.